Hello, welcome to the Python Food Masters podcast with Master Hun. I forget what episode we're on. That's not really not important. But today's episode, I'm going to talk to you talk to you about the uh, coding card game project that I've been working on for the past three weeks, and which I have been creating part of making proto crafting prototypes and testing it on my coding class kids, primarily my coding class in Fulton and my coding, cl- coding class in, in Garden Grove. And so far, it seems to I seem to be getting positive reviews. Bottom line, it's more it's more fun to play a coat to play a card game slash board game than it is to have for the kids to have then listen to me drone on and on about coding concepts. So anyway, I call this I call the working title of this coding card game is Codes Combat Cards. That's just a tentative title. Will more than likely change. But basically it's a I think it's a it's a basic framework in which to teach uh, teach coding concepts and of course coding like math and English many like many subjects is cumulative so you start with very basic concepts and these very basic concepts help to help the young coder learn more intermediate and then more advanced coding concepts and and coding uh, coding and developing more from beginner coding skills to intermediate and then more advanced coding skills so basically it's uh the kids, so you can have teams or player of uh, teams or code coders, and each coder or team will have a code sheet where they can write lines of code, and they will have a player sh- coder worksheet or coder record sheet, which will keep track of their variables. The value, the uh, pi coins. So the game will have its own currency, pi coins, as in the circumference, the ratio of the circumference, the ratio of the circumference to the diameter of a circle. So we'll have pi coins, and then we'll have all the components, the very basic components to for a beginner coder. So the most basic component of coding, of course, are values or or data or information. So we have, I have 10 cards. Each card has a value. So for example, I have value seven, value three, value four, one, basically the numbers between one and 10, from one and 10. So I have 10 cards that say value and then a number. So, so, cause, at least at this stage, uh, I'm teaching very simple coding. So we have values, 10 values, the numbers one to 10. And then in the, for the beginning, at a beginner level, we have, I have four operator cards and each operator with card for multiplication, addition, subtraction, and division. 
and the cards show how how you use so for let's say for example i have subtraction so if you want to assign a value to one of your variables you can use the subtraction operator but you need to have two value cards in which to use your you need two value cards and the subtraction operator card and then you will be able to subtract one value from another and then you will be able to assign that to a variable basically the variables are in these the name of these variables may change but right now i use the this scheme coder one points coder two points coder three points coder four points so the this is the name of the variable that will hold their points and at the end uh, once you have your whatever lines of code you have you run the code and then that code will then generate points which then gets converted into pi coins and that ultimately is the goal is to have the most pi coins at the end of the uh, at the end of the at the end of at the end of the game so the game is broken down into right now this may change five turns so going going in around so each team or coder will have a will have five turns and then so the coder one goes for example if it's only two teams or two coders coder one coder one will have a turn and then coder two then go back to coder one so in a round like that and then each turn and at each turn each coder or team will have be able to take three actions so I found that that may, having one action per turn was really slow. So I've decided to increase the number of actions to three. So each turn, for each turn, each player, each coder or team will be allowed can have three actions. We'll take we'll be able to three actions. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me finish describing the other. So we have value cards, we have operator cards, and also we will have function cards. Function. So some so you can apply a function to your own code, but if you want to apply a function to your opponent, your your opponent, you will need a hacker card. But let's not get into that yet. So right now I have five functions. So I have a triple function that just basically triples the value the value of a variable so for example if i had uh if I, so in my variable coder one points if it was two and then applied the triple function to that variable then obviously i would have six points after that function is called and it's uh it actions at that action is taken that that line is coded i have a steal function but normally what you would do is obviously you would want to hack into the other person's system or network or computer hack into their code and then put this steal function and what it does it it takes whatever points they have and then it gives those points to your to the to your team you steal those points and then whatever point and then whatever variable they had that that had the points gets zeroed out so that's lots of fun i have also a switch function so if you're so if you had a very low if you had low points and your opponent has 
more than you, more points than you, then if you can hack into their system and use the switch function, then you would be able to switch the values, switch the variables, and then you would able, you would take their points and then they would have your points. So if they had, if you had only one point and they had five, if you hack, successfully hack into their system and apply the switch function, then you would switch the values. So then instead of you being one, you would be five and then they would be one. I have a double function, which is similar to the triple function. So if you apply it to yourself, to your in, into your code, into your code, then it would double the value of whatever variable you sent to that function. And also I have a zero out function. So this is definitely, this is definitely something you would normally apply, hack into your opponent's system and uh, put that into their code, insert that into their code. And that would zero out whatever variable you apply that function to. So we have five function cards. Okay, now to the really fun part of the game is I have a whole bunch of hacker cards, 12 in total. I have all different hacker cards that you can use that have different probabilities of success that can help, that will help you hack into your opponent's system. And then you can start messing up with their code to obviously in this uh, version of the game where you can decrease or zero out or switch or steal their points and obviously so that they end up losing. For example, I don't want I don't want to go through all of them, but for example, uh, the social if you pick the social engineering hacker card, you have a seven in ten chance of success, a success rate of seven in ten, which is very good. I think this is the highest su this, uh, success rate or seventy percent success rate with social engineering. If you get this, if you get this hacker card. However, if your opponent or your opponent, your, if your opponent has the cybersecurity card, defense card, and they have kept up the payments because cybersecurity is not free or nor cheap, it's three pie coins per turn, which must be paid at the beginning of each player's turn, depending on which defense cards they have. So if they have the cybersecurity card and it is valid, it's paid up for that turn, then if you at attack them with a hacker card, with the social engineering card, a social engineering hacker card, then actually, because they have the cybersecurity defense card, your success rate goes down from 70% to 50%, or basically one in two. So from seven in 10, you drop fall to one in two, 50%. Another example is I have, oh, this is, this is a this is a this is a this is a good hack hack attack hacker card. It's the backdoor attack. Now there is no defense for it at all. There are four there are three different defense cards: antivirus, firewall, and cybersecurity. However, for the with the backdoor attack, if you have this hacker card, the backdoor hacker card, there's no defense. But the chances of success is not 100%. It's one in four or 25%. So there's no defense for it, but your, but your success rate is not as high as other hacker cards. Okay, lastly, I'll talk, uh, let's talk about another hacker card. These are all fun cards, I think. When you hack, I mean, it's fun to hack. <laughs> I mean, 
not not illegally not doing anything illegal of course just in this card game i have the guest the password hacker attack and if the opponent has no defense cards if the if the opponent does not have the cybersecurity defense card the success rate is one in two it's pretty good 50 percent uh one in two 50 percent chance of success if your opponent has a cybersecurity card and you try to use the guest the password attack, your success rate falls to one in three or thirty-three percent. So still not bad. So it's still not a not a bad attack. One in three, your success. If your opponent doesn't have the cybersecurity defense card, you're so you have a fifty-fifty chance of hacking into their system. If they have the cybersecurity defense card, it falls down to one in three. I don't think it's a bad deal. That's not a bad. Oh, each hacker card must be paid, uh, must be purchased with one Pi coin. It's not free. Hackers don't work for free. At least as far as I'm aware, most hackers do not work for free. Okay, so. I talked about we have four operator cards, we have 10 value cards, I have 12 different hacker cards. And okay, I also we do have PyCoin cards to help you help you randomize the income. So at so at the beginning of every turn for a player, the first the first thing that will happen is they will get a chance to get an income payout which is randomized. So out of out of eight different cards, two are one point are one pi coin. Two cards represent two, one pi coin. Two cards represent three pi coins. Two rep another two represent five pi coins, and another two the last two represent ten pi coins. So you shuffle these cards, and then you allow the you allow each team or coder to pick a random a random card they can't tell from the, from the because uh, what I'm doing right now with the set that I'm working with prototype that I'm working with now the back side is all black so they can't see anything the the clear side you can see what value it has so you should present you shuffle the cards and they get to pick the from the top and whatever card they get if, for example, I picked the one Pi coin, then at that turn you have you get a randomized income payout of one Pi coin, or three Pi coins, or five Pi coins, or ten Pi coins. So that happens at the beginning of every turn for each. That must ha that happens at the beginning of the turn. And then right after that, if what if they have any defense cards, the cybersecurity, firewall, or antivirus car defense cards. They all come with a fee that they have to pay at the beginning of each turn. So once after they get their income, income payout, then they will have to pay for expenses of their defense. The defense is not free. It has to be paid at the beginning of each turn if they have or if they have picked that, up that card before. If they do not have enough coins, pie coins, to pay for whatever defense for all the for the defense cards, then depending on what the shortfall is then they will have to then they will lose then they will lose that defense for that for that turn and they will be they will not have that defense card active for that turn 
and then the next turn, then they can, or the next turn, when they, when they potentially, if they earn, they get a income payout that has enough Pi coins, then they can, they can uh, repurchase the defense card, uh, whatever defense card they can pay for the previous turn. Okay, and then also I've added, so and also if I've added two loop cards. I have in this in this set, and I'm working on more cards and more coding concepts that comes with each card. Of course, I only have in this set I only have two loop cards. They're both for loops. So one for loop, basically you can combine that with a value card and have it loop loop to the equivalent number in that value. For example, if I have a, this for loop card and I have the five value card, then I could have it loop five times adding the same value five five times to their points the other loop card is a fixed value so it will add it does the same thing as just what i just talked about before it the value is fixed at five so it will loop five times and add the value five but so basically in once the loop is uh, run the you you add 25 points to whatever point that you you have and also i have two conditional cards two if statements so one if statement basically you can combine that with a value card and if your points your coder one points for example is greater to greater than or equal to the value whatever value card you have then you get to add that same value to your coder one points for example and that would be a line of code you would write in your code sheet. Okay, the other if statement, conditional card, is also an if statement, is an if statement, a, one, uh, a simple if statement. And if it's a fixed value, so it's a value of 15. So if your coder, for example, if your coder one points is equal to or greater than 15, then it will add another 15 points to your, to your coder one points, whatever that means. Uh, whatever that is, and it would have to be greater than or equal to 15. Otherwise, you don't get that 15 po point bonus. Okay. So I think I gave a rough outline of the of what the cards are and rough outline. So what I will try to do is once I will try to on my on Facebook, Instagram, and my website pythonfoodmasters.com I will upload photos and this more descriptions of the components the cards and the roles and and I will try to do that have it so that Monday anybody so anybody can go online and start putting together their their cards putting them together and and you can have your own codes combat cards so the idea is is to make this although i'm going to have my copyright on it uh, on the game my intention is to make it available for anybody to go online learn the game learn the rules print out the rules print out the cards and make their own set so the point is not so the point is not to sell sets of these game cards it's not that at all in the not in the immediate future, but maybe maybe later on this year, 
it'll be possible if, if you don't want to waste your time making crafting these uh, cards you're making your own set if you want to just have one you know if you just want to pay for one that's uh, put together more professionally then i'll then that will that's one of the things i'll be working on later on this year to make it possible for you to order uh order a professionally made set that comes in a deck box a regular so it'll be the size of a more or less the size of a deck of cards and packaged as a deck of card playing cards so that's that's what i'm working on and uh and please go check my uh check my website python Foo masters and my instagram account at master hunt and my facebook page facebook fan page and i will try to make i will try to make it by hopefully by monday or tuesday depending how busy i am i will try to make make it possible for people to get started on putting together own set making their own codes combat codes combat cards set okay thank you very much i will keep you up to date with uh with this project i'm really excited about it i'm so far i'm getting pretty i'm getting positive feedback from my kids so i wish you all the best thank you very much for listening to the python full masters podcast with master hun